the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Remember those wicked, evil, conservative Republicans down in Georgia that plotted behind closed doors to suppress the vote of black folks in Georgia elections. Remember that? Oh, it was terrible. It was wicked. It was evil. And uh, they were so wicked, so evil, that they actually passed legislation with the uh, the full intent to suppress black vote black voters in the state of Georgia. It was so bad, it was so wicked, it was so evil, the legislation that is. Uh, President Joe Biden actually traveled to Georgia and said it was worse than Jim Crow. Worse than Jim Crow. It was so bad, it was so wicked, it was so evil that Major League Baseball boycotted the city for their all-star game. They had already planned on millions of dollars spent, but they said, we cannot go to a state that has the desire, the intent to suppress black voters. We can't do it. And so you, you of course, remember that they took the all-star game from Atlanta, which is predominantly black, to Denver, Colorado, which is predominantly white. Yeah, they took the All-Star game from a city where a good portion of the people who profited financially would be black. Enormous percentage of black business owners in Atlanta would have benefited from the All-Star game. And, of course, it was taken to Denver. And, by the way, the uh, the election laws in Denver are, in many ways, just like the new legislation passed in Georgia. But that, that's neither here nor there. And, uh, anyway, the All-Star Game was uh, moved to Denver, where almost everyone who actually profited from the game were white people. But it was the principal... Stacey Abrams, who uh, ran for governor, ran for, uh, would she run for governor twice? Uh, Stacey Abrams made this a huge part of her campaign. That wicked Governor Kemp and the wicked Republican legislators, they don't want black people to vote. And this legislation is terrible. It's horrible. It's wicked. It's evil. You remember that, right? And I'm not exaggerating. You remember that. Well, uh, we can now look back on the first major election under this new 
legislation that we were told by almost everybody on the left, including President Joe Biden, who, by the way, on th- if you remember, on three separate occasions blatantly lied about what was in the legislation, and he knew he knew he was lying. He didn't just misrepresent. He lied. Uh, okay, so anyway, we now know what this legislation did to black folks in Georgia because we just had the midterm elections. Well, the University of Georgia School of Public and International Affairs has just completed research about the uh, midterm election. And they polled black voters in Georgia. And one of the questions that they asked, would you consider your experience in the last election poor? Okay. Black voters in Georgia were asked, would you consider your experience in this last election poor? The percentage is zero. Zero. Uh, no, I, you know, I didn't misread that. Zero. Let me quote. Of black... Georgia residents, we're not talking about across the population, we're not talking about whites and blacks, just blacks. Of black Georgia residents who participated in the post-election poll, 0% had a poor experience, and 94.3% were either, quote, very confident or somewhat confident their vote counted as intended. So, in other words, and by the way, uh, I reported to you as well as many others, uh, the all-time record in early voting in the Georgia election, Stacey Abrams, Joe Biden, Democratic leaders, a whole host of Hollywood stars. Remember all the Hollywood people's, I'll never make a movie in Georgia again. I'm going to boycott Georgia. Movie studios said, we're pulling out of Georgia. We're we're never going to make another movie in Georgia again because they are suppressing the votes. They're, yeah. I mean, it is hard to exaggerate the hysteria from the left over this legislation. Oh, it's kind of similar to the hysteria here in Ohio about our new voter laws requiring voter ID. And, you know, the liberal left is going crazy here in Ohio. Voter suppression, voter suppression. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So anyway, all of the hand-wringing, all the screaming, all the yelling, all the shouting, all of the boycotting was for nothing. Record number of black people voting. Record number of black people voting early. Actually, somehow, this new legislation actually increased the number of black voters in Georgia 
Oh, and Stacey Abrams still lost the election. Oh, it's just because of Republicans. Uh, Well, remember uh, the Senate race? It was not the Republican that won the Senate race. It was the uh, Democrat. Um, So, again, of of black residents who participated, uh, 0% had a poor experience. 0%. Joe Biden said on several occasions, and I'm quoting, the Georgia law is the Jim Crow in the 21st century. Hmm. So, uh, you think of the the people that were put out of work, the millions and millions and millions of dollars that was taken out of the Georgia economy, and particularly the Atlanta economy. Now, to my knowledge, all of the movie people, and by, by the way, if you don't know, uh, Georgia is kind of becoming the new Hollywood Lots and lots and lots and lots of Hollywood movies are being made in Georgia. Why? Well, they can't, the Hollywood movie studios can't handle the taxes, regulations, and so forth in California. So many, 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 many of them are moving their operations to Georgia. Georgia is becoming a hub of the movie industry. Well, during all that controversy, a whole bunch of the studios said, we're, we're going we're gonna to pull out of Georgia. We're going to boycott. Uh, to my knowledge, they've all come back because they're making money in Georgia. They um, acted, screamed, yelled, shouted for a while, and then they just quietly went back to Georgia and started making their movies again. The damage done for things that were completely false is mind-boggling. This is, however, the method of the left. All right, quick break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262. 5483 Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. If you saw a boat that was clearly sinking, I mean, there was no hope to save it. I mean, it is going down. Wouldn't you be thrilled at every single person that got out of that sinking ship? And got somewhere to safety? Well, that's the way I look at what's going on 
with the United Methodist denomination. It's sinking. It is the Titanic. It has hit the iceberg of biblical compromise. And folks, listen, 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 listen. The iceberg of biblical compromise always causes any church, religious organization that strikes it to sink. Uh, Sometimes it is slow, but the result is still the same. And I, I spent a lot of time on this yesterday. One of the major battles right now in the evangelical church, I'll get back to this story. Let me chase a rabbit here just real quick. One of the major battles within the evangelical community is this thing of sexuality, marriage, family, gender, transgenderism, homosexuality, lesbianism. Uh, This is one of the major battles. Now, the Bible is very clear. Sin is sin. God loves people who sin, but he wants to deliver them from their sin. He does not want them to stay in their sin. And again, we talked about that a lot yesterday. But this is one of the major areas of compromise beginning in much of the evangelical community. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want to offend anybody. Okay. All right. Now, let me get back to the United Methodists. They are the latest Titanic. They have struck broadside the iceberg of biblical compromise. And because of that, the ship is going down. That's the bad news. The good news is there are a whole lot of people bailing out of the sinking ship. You mean, Bob, you're you're happy that that people are leaving a denomination? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I really am. If the denomination is moving away from the authority of scripture, oh yeah, I'm very happy that people are leaving. According to the latest figures from the denomination, this is the denomination themselves, the uh, United Methodist General Council on Finance and Administration has just revealed that um, since uh, 2019, over, uh, well, 1,831 churches have left the denomination in the last two and a half years. 1,831 churches, and those churches represent nearly a half million people. Nearly one half million have left the United Methodist Church. Uh, The majority of the churches are from the southeastern and south-central region, 1,583. The 1,831 churches comprise 6.1% of the United Methodist Church's 30,000 congregations. So in uh, two and a half years, 
they have lost over 6% of their congregations. Now, you would think, you would think, common sense would tell you that the leaders of the church would look at, hmm, uh, I think we hit an iceberg. Uh, can, can we patch the hole? What, 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 what do we need to do? And no. No, the leaders are going full steam ahead. Instead of turning back to biblical truth, pleading with God for a revival, pleading with God that the hemorrhaging would stop, they continue to go farther to the left and farther away from biblical principles. Uh, And there is no sign that this exodus from the United Methodist Church is going to slow down anytime soon. Listen, I am for unity. One of the things that should characterize the New Testament church is unity. But doctrine does divide. It unites us but it also divides us. And I am, I am grateful that uh, 1,831 individual churches— Hey, listen, leaving a denomination is not easy. It's hard. And in many cases, these churches have lost everything financially and materially. They lost their building. They've, they've lost everything. Leaving the denomination is not easy. It is costly. But these 1,831 churches have more obedience to God and His Word than to a denomination. God bless them. God bless them. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.